Are you kidding me? The guy asked for something spooky. Is it a gun that sucks balls? I'm the farting demon in this relationship. <laughs> I'd be an awesome rich person. You're both just an exactly. God, I'm awesome. We're talking Tom Hanks and his vehicles. Yeah, I had my finger in my mouth waiting for you to finish. You gotta get four balls or something? Like dick piercings? <laughs> like, no, you know damn well I'm fucking that demon. It's still sexy. <laughs> How could I be close and not be right? Yeah, I'll just kill some random dude. His wishes. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Plotty Time, the podcast where we three gamers discuss video game stories in detail with all the necessary and appropriate backlash. On one side of the table, we have Chomp Slap. I'm just going to get a little bit of cancer, Stan. Tell mom it's okay. Now on the other side of the table is Dr. Scientist. That's why it's called brainstorming and not brain drizzling, sweet pea. Now shut your mouth for a second. My name is Papa Scotch, and as I always say, alcohol doesn't solve problems, Miss Missy. It just makes them go away. Welcome to Plotty Time, the most accurate podcast in the game. So, we'll start where we always start, Dr. Scientist. What have you been playing, watching, doing? What's going on with you? Well, we all know I was uh, out collecting our award for Most Accurate Podcast this week. That's, of course, yes. I know. Yeah. It's a lovely you missed speech. a lot of meetings. Yeah. I know. I, I know. But, I, hey, you know how much time I put in that speech? You're right. I understand. <laughs> It'll be on the, the Most Accurate Podcast podcast. Oh. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> uh, what else did I watch this week? Well, I'm still watching Supernatural. I'm on like season nine, eight, nine. I don't remember. I feel like you've been watching that eh. for four years. Well, I'll watch it again. So <laughs> shut up. Fair enough. We all know it's great. Uh, what, did I, what else did I watch? Mm. I did finally watch The Whale. Ah, oh, shit. I wanted to watch it. How was that? It was all right. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a fun little romp through uh, Happy Time. It's super serious, ain't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's sad as fuck, too. <laughs> yeah. I thought so. Jeez. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, I mean, it's good. I can see why it got all the hype that it did because the acting is great. Does it parallel Moby Dick? Yeah, kind of. Oh, okay. Oh, is that where they get the... Okay. It's a double... Okay. Yeah. Um, things are starting to make sense. <laughs> yeah. No, it's because he's it. fat. Obviously. Oh. But I don't know. It's, it's depressing and... It makes you hate Dave, Brandon Fraser too, because he's just so fat and lazy. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I mean, once you watch it, you'll understand. You feel bad for him, but you also hate him at the same time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's no reason to eat a cheesesteak in three bites, but that takes some real acting chops. Let me tell you. I don't know. I think I have all the tools to do that. <laughs> I, really I mean, I'd have to work at it, you know. But practice. I've got the raw talent to make that happen. I think. I really think I do. But yeah, everybody should watch it. It's it's pretty good. All right, damn it. <laughs> Just add that to your list. I also saw this fantastic film. I forget which one of you saw. Uh, Open Graves. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was I me. I think I saw that too. It's terrible. No, maybe I, I fell asleep three times trying to watch it. Me too. <laughs> so bad. So bad. <laughs> if it wasn't Eliza Dushku, I wouldn't even have tried more than once. Yeah, she's not even that good in it. No, no, she's really not. <laughs> Sorry, guys. That's a bummer. I was trying to watch it. I couldn't find it. And then I gave up and watched it. It's on Amazon Prime. Yeah. And how did I miss it? Why did I miss it? Oh, well. It's probably hidden from people like you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know what that means. I don't either. (laughs) People like me. What did I play this week? I don't know if I said it before, but I I finished up SteamWorld Quest. I don't know if I said I started it. I don't remember. SteamWorld Quest? Yeah. It's like a card type game. You play these robots. Oh, so it's not that SteamWorld dig. No. Okay. But I think it's similar characters, robots. Yeah. It's about these robots who go through and they're trying to find the hand of Gilgamesh or something and you got to try and save the world. It was fun. I played it on my phone. Cool. Uh, If you like kind of deck building games and RPG mix, it's pretty fun. Interesting. Okay. Um, That's all I've really watched this week. 
Papa Scotch, why don't you hit us up? Well, thanks for asking. Um, I watched, I, I was really sick this week, so I just watched a lot of Simpsons and Bob's. But just like, <laughs> can't watch a movie. Playing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it's just because I'm like in and out of falling asleep. So right. it's just constantly playing through Simpsons. Welcome seasons. to my life. <laughs> yeah. Um, always great to revisit those. Yeah. And I mentioned that I was watching Veep. I just kept going through that. We're on like season five, I think. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, it's funny. I'm not saying it's not funny. I'm not saying it's not a good show. It's just after you've lived through the Trump presidency and paid attention to what was going on, their antics don't seem that crazy anymore. You know what I mean? Like, it's it ruins just, the show then, huh? It's, yeah, it's like I see the show and they're supposed to be like ridiculous caricatures of like types of people you'd find working around the White House or the Hill or wherever. And right. they're not crazy enough to beat reality. Like they're not. <laughs> it, and it's and I'm sitting here like this is funny, but it's just weird. Yeah. And this was just, the movie, the show came out like 2014. What a different time! Seriously, it was, you, you can imagine what was going on in 2015. I can't even remember how happy I was that time. It was so good. We really take our happiness for granted, don't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What a bummer. Well, let's keep going with the bummer. <laughs> yeah, let's keep um, going on the down note here. I saw. Did you watch Whale also? <laughs> craziest movies I've seen in a while. Uh-oh. New movie? I think it was last year. Okay. Have you guys heard of the French film Titan? <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. It is about a woman who is some kind of model slash dancer at like corporate events or whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, This Uh one, we just saw her dancing on the hoods of cars or whatever. And she then gets impregnated by the car. This sounds amazing. Why would you watch that? The whole gambit of <laughs> reactions. There. It's it's a really good movie, and it's it's pretty deep. It's about like body autonomy, like there's other stuff going on, but it was just done so well, and it was insanity. Like they, she is pregnant with like a car baby, and she starts like instead of blood, it's motor oil coming out of all of her orifices. All of them. All yeah. of them. Okay. All seven it's, holes. It's, oh, yeah, it's not the same time. <laughs> but yeah, it's fucking nuts. Might be eight. It's, it's a slapper, but I think it's a little... I think it it doesn't have much heart. It has a good amount of fart, but I think it needed more fart <laughs> to be truly a slapper. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, so, got, I think Chub Slap, I think you'd enjoy it. It's a little bit on the slower side, but it's fucking crazy. I don't even know how you spell uh, that. T-I-T-A-N-E. Titan. Titan. Yep. All right. But Titan. okay. So that was nuts. I suggest it to anybody out there. Then I watched a miniseries. I think I mentioned it here. Have you guys heard of Paul T. Goldman? Yes, I've heard. I still haven't brought myself to watch that either. I I watched the entire thing, and it was insane. It was... it's Okay, so it's about this guy. So you're watching The Slappers this year. (laughs) I guess so. Wait till you see the other ones I watched. You're going to get a kick out of this. But uh, Paul T. Goldman is about this guy who basically he found out his wife was leading like a double life. Right. And they fought, they they divorced, uh, she tried to get half his shit, and he basically was able to get out of it. And he thinks, and he's under the impression that his wife is part of like a multi-state human trafficking situation. <laughs> all right. So then he writes a book about all this, and he self-publishes it on Amazon, and then he like just goes on Twitter and direct messages every director he can possibly think of anywhere in Hollywood, and finally someone replied... And made this this documentary thing, his story. But the whole documentary is him, Paul T. Goldman, playing Paul T. Goldman in the story of Paul T. Goldman, 
but we're also seeing all the behind the scenes stuff. Okay. It's like three layers removed and it's fucking wild. All right. Is it funny or? I think it's funny, but not everyone's in on the joke, if you catch what I'm saying. Yeah, okay. But it was done supremely well. It was really good. I think it's like four half hour or 40 or no, six half hour or 40 minute episodes. All right, that's not terrible. And I, I guarantee you there's nothing like it on TV. All right, yeah, I might have to check that out. So big shout out to Paul T. Goldman. And then I watched, I, I was left alone on a Friday night and things happened, right? So mm-hmm. <laughs> I had I had previously watched a YouTube video. I think it was, I forget who it was from, but they listed and talked about 55 different diehard clones. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> So I watched. So you watched all fifty. Yeah, I watched no. all, one Friday night. I put <laughs> five on at the same time. I'd have to get help if that was the kind yeah. of Friday night I had. But I watched uh, three movies: Sudden Death. Right. Is that the one in the hockey arena? Yeah. That's the one. Yeah, in the in uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins in the in the the igloo. Yeah. They shot that. Uh, it was Jean Claude Van Damme. Is he's a firefighter? He went on a firefighter assignment. And this kid basically died right in front of him. So he's kind of like, I, I don't want to be out in the field anymore. So they made him a fire marshal at the game. And he brings his two kids to the game. And the vice president happens to be at the game. And then a bunch of terrorists kidnap the vice president oh, right, right. and hold him for ransom. It's good. Like, it's one of the better John claude Van Damme movies. That's not saying much. Yeah. <laughs> no. I can't right. believe you said it's good. The only good, good thing he did was John claude Van Johnson. <laughs> I'll tell you, it's fun. It's a fun movie. I guess I wouldn't call it good per se yeah yeah but it's like 80s action it's worth watching if you want to see a version of die hard but in a hockey arena fair enough and then obviously from there it was a logical conclusion to watch passenger 57 right afterwards right right. i I kind of assumed (laughs) i just that movie man i remembered it being a lot better (laughs) oh yeah they were only in the goddamn plane for like 20 minutes of runtime and how long long is the movie like an hour and a half yeah something like that yeah see when i think about it i think it's like the whole thing was on a plane like snakes on a plane. Or like Air Force Con One. Air. Con Air wasn't on a plane much. I always think of it's always on a plane. They rode a lot of the plane. They did I like guess they land in Nevada. And yeah. Probably more than Passenger 57, apparently. Apparently. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of like small town carnival in Passenger 57. It wasn't that good. What? I didn't have fun with that one. <laughs> did I watch this movie and did I remember any of it? No, I don't think you did remember it. A carnival? Yeah, there's like a, a point where they land the plane and they need to refuel because Wesley Snipe dropped all their fuel when he was running around the plane. <laughs> so they landed the small airstrip and they're just sitting there and basically the bad guys just kind of like walk away from the plane in the other direction like and go to like a small town carnival that's next to the airport oh yeah why do we make this movie this does sound good it's not it's not worth watching again all right good i would if you haven't seen sudden death and wild or have never seen it i'd say give it a fun for some ridiculous campy 90s nonsense action movie right but passenger 57 i gotta say skip but the one you definitely probably also want to skip, but I remembered it being good, was uh, Under Siege. Under Siege, yeah. With the, the boat. Yeah. Steven Seagal Steven on the, Seagal, yeah. the aircraft carrier, the huge boat. Is that the one where the woman's dancing in a cake? Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. I was like 13 when I first saw this movie. I, I That's remember why you a lot loved of it. it. Wasn't Busey in it? Busey is, yeah, he's in it. He's the crazy <laughs> bad guy. And he's great. And Tommy Lee Jones is one of the other... Oh, main yeah, bad yeah. guys and he's fucking fantastic everyone in that movie was fantastic except for seagal he just played a cold unfeeling robot murdering machine and yeah, that's really he's always terrible yeah he wasn't very good no. i don't know who forced him into movies why did that happen i don't think anybody forced him he made well, one movie think... made a lot of money and he just makes his own movies now i think you could be talking about a million people yeah i know 
with what we're talking about. Seagal. But is there a better Seagal movie than Sudden or uh, Sudden Death than uh, Under Siege? I can't think of one. Hold on, let me IMDb Steven Seagal. Yeah, quick. seriously. I can't even think of another thing he was in. <laughs> me neither. Executive decision, but he wasn't the star of that movie. That was the one where never saw it. Another another plane movie where the like special op soldiers like flew out in a B-52 bomber, like attached themselves to the plane and got on board, but Steven Seagal died immediately in the first five minutes. On deadly ground? Apparently he was a machete. Yeah, I can't count because I don't even remember him in that. Now he's a police officer in, in Louisiana. Yeah, and he doesn't. Well, he has a whole shitload of bad movies here. Yeah, in the two thousands, terrible, man. Go back to the 80s. That's where his good stuff would have been. Marks for Death, Hard to Kill, Above the Law. None of those are as good as Under Siege. Under Siege 2! <laughs> Oh, yeah. yeah that was on the train, train. right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Executive Decision. I remember decision. that being real bad. That was good, right? I don't remember. Which, Executive Decision? Yeah. It was good. It wasn't anything special, but it was good. Fair enough. That's enough of the Steven Seagal podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's enough of the Steven Seagal podcast. I'm done. Oh, I forgot to tell you what I played. I played a shitload of God of War. Oh, yeah? yeah. Still? I thought you were giving that up. You you said, I'm not going for trophies anymore. I'm not playing anymore, God He said of War. he still felt like playing well, it, though. I was, <laughs> I was enjoying playing it, so I was like, let's see how far we could go with this. And then I collected absolutely everything, and I got to the point where I only needed to fight King, what's his name? Wenzel Stars. Radamantis. No, horror something? The the final... The final tombstone dude? Thing. Yeah. 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 Kent couldn't beat him ass. and couldn't beat Ga or Na or whatever, GNA, yeah. whatever that woman is. Couldn't beat either of them, and then I uninstalled it and gave up. Did you, uh, did you put it on easy? I put it on super easy, and then I went on the internet to like see what the best builds were for these characters, and then I did those, and I still got my ass kicked. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah not, I must be playing the game wrong. No, it took me fucking a while. You, had, you just have to learn to block and shit. You're going you're gonna to get your ass kicked and fucking... Elden Ring, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I plan. He's, I think he's going to give up and not, he was going to start it, give up and not tell us he played it. <laughs> would, I wish I was that cool. <laughs> no, I still have it there. I, I, I don't know. I got to take a break. That's fair. And play something dumber. And then I'll get into either Elden Ring or 13, 13 Sentinels. <laughs> oh, you got that too? I did get that because I think that wasn't that your favorite of last year? Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, my, bought, it's up there. I don't remember if it was my favorite or not. I bought that, Doki Doki Literature Club, and Elden Ring, Word. and a whole bunch of other games that I'll get into next Dude, week. Dude, I still have like 50 games to play. <sighs> Sick. Oh, I'll get in this week. I also got my PSVR 2. I was just going to ask that. Didn't play that, though, huh? I didn't play too much of it because I was dealing with some nausea from oh, my illness. So, <laughs> oh, coward. So that's already not a place you want to be, and I hadn't played with my other VR in a while, so I'm not really used to it. So I had like a couple short spurts, but I played uh, Tentacular, which is... <laughs> It's like a puzzle game, and you have to help out these little people on these islands, but you're basically playing like a giant octopus, and you just have two tentacle arms oh. that you can like swing and place things and do so, puzzles. That sounds cool. What would you call an octopus with two arms? I don't know. I just, I, I have two limbs, two tentacles that I'm allowed to use to pick up things hmm. and, okay. and throw them around the map and destroy stuff. Did you get the one that came with the, the Horizon game? I didn't get the Horizon bundle. I did buy Horizon. I haven't played it yet. Uh, okay. I just played a little bit of Tentacular and a little bit of Pop Pavlov. It's called, which is like a first-person shooter. Uh, cool. So I'll I'll get into it a little bit more. We'll see where it goes. Word up. Cool. But it is real cool because you can uh, when you're wearing the headset, you can press a button on it, and then it activates the external cameras, and you can just see the room without having to take off your headset. Yeah, yeah, that sounds neat. But it's pretty neat. We'll see. <laughs> it's pretty neat. <laughs> it's pretty neat. 
Uh, but yeah, that's all I did. How about you there, Sir Chump Slap? What are you playing, watching, doing? What's going on with you? Uh, well, just finished The Pedestrian. Oh, yeah, you like it? Yeah, the last puzzle really got me, though. I was like, what the fuck, man? Because <laughs> it's, it's not the normal puzzle. It's weird. It was still good. Yeah, it was good. Really good. I was like, oh, I hope there's not a lot of these because <laughs> it's a lot of work. But yeah, it was a great, great game. But that's all I played. I watched some stuff that you guys talked about. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Watched this everything, everywhere, all at once. I still want to see that. What'd you think? I loved it. I thought it was really good. I wouldn't go f- as far as to call it a slapper because A, it's over two hours. Oh, that's a good point. I forgot about <laughs> that automatic disqualification. And B, there is a lot of heart in it. So, But other than that, I thought it was really neat. I liked how it was done. And this isn't a spoiler. I'm not going to ruin anything for you scientists, but the fucking the hot dog world, every time I laughed when they went back to the hot dog world. <laughs> yeah, that was just... <laughs> fucking silly, silly, stupid and, shit. Yeah, I, it's great. Dr. Yeah. Scientist, check it out. It's pretty awesome. I plan on Well, sometime, sometime. Yeah, yeah. It's a good one. Once you have two hours, 20 minutes to spare. <laughs> Tell me about it, man. I also finished up Rick and Morty again, just because that's what I was doing. What was, like, the last episodes you watched? Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. I, I'm sorry I put you on the spot there. That was rude. I don't know. What was it, season five? I think so, because I don't know if I've seen season five at all. Uh, Rick and Morty, season five. I mean, you have to look it up. Oh, I want to remember now. <laughs> uh, I have no idea. I don't have time to do this right now. Yeah. I don't, but I feel like they were three, four years old already at this point. So I don't know if I just didn't watch all the new ones or if they're not, they weren't on Hulu or what. But Yeah, I don't think... I watched all of season four or any of five, I think. I don't remember. Maybe I just didn't finish it. Maybe I'm lying to everybody. That's not very good for an accurate podcast. What are you talking about? It's the most accurate way to be. <laughs> it's the most accurate podcast in the game. We all know that. That's fair. And I also watched uh, that movie Troll that you guys were talking about. Oh, the new Hell one? yeah. Yeah. I thought it was good. I mean, it wasn't great, but different, I guess. I loved it. I thought it was insane and nuts. Yeah. But- it's not I mean, my favorite movie ever, but I had fun with it. <laughs> I still think Troll Hunter was better. If you ever saw that one, I, the Norwegian uh, one or whatever, I, they're about the same, I guess. But no, nah, it was good. Good movie, Troll. Blah blah blah. I didn't really do anything else other than <laughs> those two movies and <laughs> Rick and Morty, man. Oh yeah, I watched the Las Vegas Challenge. You know, that's a disc golf tournament that just went on this weekend. <laughs> we all knew that. We all knew that. But thanks for clearing that up for the listeners. Yeah, so it took up a lot of hours. It? It's on the Disc Golf Network app. Duh! <laughs> the Disc Golf Network app. All right, go to go to the vibe check. Yeah, man. It's on. You can download it on Hulu. It's a thing. It's not very good quality or anything, but, you know, production lacks. But it's a new and upcoming sport. You know how it is. Faster growing than NASCAR, I heard. <laughs> yeah, how can NASCAR grow anymore? They're not getting that uh, that that fucking pickleball money. No. Oh yeah, fucking pickleball, dude. I still I don't know what that is. I've never heard of that shit. And then all of a sudden, there's a professional league. I still don't know what the fuck it is. I mean, it's like tennis mixed with like paddle boards. Wait, I think we talked about this. You did <laughs> at least twice. And I still don't know what it is. But yeah, I'm just gonna go ahead and give you some life advice and say, don't fucking bother. All right, I won't. So that's what I did this Already week. starting. Awesome. All right, so should I take it to the vibe check? We ready for the vibe check? Yeah, let's Always, go. Always, bro. Let's go to the party time. Vibe check. 
Ooh, is that a vibe? Okay. Yeah, let me check. Uh, so did you guys hear this story? Uh, Electronic Arts is now going to pay $588 million for the Premier League naming rights. That doesn't sound like a lot. Sorry, for the exclusive, exclusive. Premier League naming rights. So no other video game that comes out is allowed to use the Premier League teams. So it's basically what they did with the NFL mm-hmm. and Madden, so no one else can use real player names. Like, who's doing it? Who's going to even go against them at this point? Does Premier League have a union? I assume they do. Like a players association? Yeah. I, they have to, right? I would assume so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I used to be on the board. No, you didn't. Nobody can imagine what it's like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. Oh, they do. The Professional Footballers Association. Oh, the a- PFA, yes. Yeah. Is a union, a trade union for professional association footballers in England and Wales. Okay. Hey, we, we learned something today. Yeah. Look at that, man. Yeah, that has the same initials as a protection from abuse. Oh, damn. That's what that means. Just keep bringing it down, Dr. Scientist. Man. Hey, man I'm going to downer after seeing the whale, man. <laughs> You're all coming with me, man. <laughs> uh, the only other real thing to talk about in the culture is that the PSVR 2 came out. I just talked about it a little bit. Mm. Uh, I will say the one thing that really freaked me out. Well, two things. You didn't one, even play it. One, I got the PlayStation 5 camera, like when the PlayStation came out. Right. And the whole reason I bought it was because I was like, well, I'm going to need this for the PSVR 2. I might as well just pick it up. Yeah. Smart. I pick up the clamshell camera, never used it before. I go to hook it up, and then I, I unbox the PSVR 2, and they're like, oh, you don't need a camera for this. I was like, what? What? Sucker. Why, why, why'd you sell me this? What do I need this camera for? I thought, doesn't it come with a camera? You need that camera so you can stream on Twitch and play at the same time. Oh, yeah. I don't even okay, know Okay, then true. I guess I can use the camera. I'll have to figure out that. I got squi- to uh, Twitch the quiet man one of these days. Yeah, you got to get Papa Scotch up there. Let me, get, let me get in there and watch that. <laughs> It'll be exciting. It'll just be me just <laughs> fired up the whole time. Dr. Scientist, you'd love it. It would yeah, be nice. Yeah. So I got to... Well, the, uh, the cool thing about the PSVR 2 as well is uh, it's just one cable in the USB-C in the front. That's it. It detects everything. It automatically knows when you're wearing it, so it throws the screen up there. It's it's a pretty impressive piece of tech. Yeah. And the DualSense controllers are really weird looking, but I like them. All right. Um, I, I'm going to play it, it more. And, I'm going to have to play it more and get a better review out here, but for now, it's, it's pretty cool. Nice. <laughs> All right. Word. But there's also another piece of news, which I know you guys didn't see coming because I don't think anybody did. Uh-oh. But completely out of nowhere, the Bill and Ted Excellent Collection came out yeah. on the PlayStation 5. Did you guys see this? Wait, I, wait. I did see that. The games? Yeah. Yeah. There were games for Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure? There was a, this collection, quote unquote, it comes with the NES original and its Game Boy version. That's it. And it's like $10 if you want to buy it. I remember renting the NES game from Terry's Music Explosion. Of course. Took it home, popped it in. And you just, the, the first screen, you're just like in an elevator, in the elevator. And it never did anything after that. Like it was stuck on that screen the whole time. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? That's interesting. Yeah. I yeah now you got to download the new one and play it. Now I have to see what it was all about. Yeah. What's all the hype that nobody ever had about it? Nobody ever had it. I remember it existing when we were like kids. Like I don't, I don't, I don't remember do that much. It, it, I, I remember seeing, oh man, it was like, I don't even remember where I saw it. It must have been like a VHS or something. Where they showed you how to like get through games, yeah. Like before there was YouTube to show yeah, you yeah. every way to get through something, and it was like best video game secrets VHS tape or some shit, and it told you how to get the Caesar dressing in Bill and Ted's, <laughs> and that's why I was like, wait, there's a Bill and Ted game. Oh my I can't god! Can't believe you remember that. 
I might have to get Did this. Did you just watch that? No, I was from years ago. I don't know why some things just stick and don't go away yeah, in my brain. I like Caesar that. dressing in a game you never played. <laughs> I tried to learn Spanish four times. None of that stuck. <laughs> but I fucking remember this one piece of trivia from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure that I didn't even play the game. How do you get the Caesar salad or Caesar dressing? Uh, it's like you have to find something for each of the people that you went and picked up yeah, back in oh, the past. I assume Caesar so, yes. Them. You have to find Caesar's dressing. Uh, That's as much as I know about it. Okay. So if you guys if you guys out there know how to get that Caesar dressing, you send us a send us a link. Chumpslop's got his pick for next game. <laughs> Fucking a man. <laughs> and uh, yeah, oh, I, I did kind of forget to to talk about this, so I'm bringing it back. But the uh, the eye tracking in the PSVR kind of freaks me out. Oh yeah, I just kept reading about that. It's like, oh, it's got crazy eye tracking. You can tell wherever well, you're looking. Yeah, like. They give you the thing to set it up. So you look forward and they're like, okay, don't move your face. Just look with your eyes and look at all these points. And you start like looking around a circle with your eyes and it knocks them all off. Like they know which direction you're looking. That's crazy. Which I I can't wait to see the practical like implications of it. But there is a horror game that is going to mess with your head when you blink because they can tell when you blink. Yeah. So they're going to like make people disappear or reappear in different places. Well, (laughs) is that really necessary? Because you start have to try to blink faster. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, they could already move it quicker than you could notice anyway. That's a good point. True. They do that in video games now. But they could also, I guess, notice if you close your eyes and like, oh, God, what's going to happen? They know your eyes are closed and they're really going to freak out. I'm interested to see what the, what, how they add this to other games. I'll put it that way. Uh, I kind of want to get one. Coward. <laughs> Coward for wanting to get one. No, because you haven't gotten one yet. Oh, <laughs> well, I see. Fine. Next week I'll talk about it. Yeah, probably go. play it more than Papa Scotch did. I doubt I it. was already <laughs> nauseous. <I didn't... laughs> what don't you get about this? You just got off the teacups. Oh, I, I understand you're a coward. Yeah, I get it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, last piece of, of the vibe check. We got a bunch of games added to PlayStation Plus in February. Oh. Uh, including some heavy hitters like Horizon Forbidden West. Yeah, I saw that. Resident Evil 7, Borderlands 3, Ace Combat 7, Ooh. Lost Sphere, The Forgotten City, and then Destroy All Humans for PS4. There's a bunch of games that are out. But I thought it was really interesting that they put Horizon Forbidden West out for free already. Yeah. Like, has it been out that long? Yeah. But aren't they talking has. about DLC already? Or is there DLC for it already? Oh, man. It's been a year. It came out February 18th, 2022. Oh, there you go. That's why they did it. I really like that game. I'm excited to play the VR version. I know. It's like the only game I was excited for, and I guess Resident Evil Village. Yeah, that's... Oof, I gotta play that, too. I actually own that game. Sweet. Anyway, that's all we got for the vibe check. And there's the vibe for you. Well, how about we get into the game? How about it, guys? Let's fucking do it, dude. It's about time. All right. <laughs> the game this week we are talking about, as you've already seen from the episode description, Metroid Prime. Prism. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, it's actually called Metroid Prism. You guys are wrong. Oh, man. I definitely stopped like, oh, shit. Did I just throw that game? <laughs> I absolutely did. Uh, th- it was released originally November 18th, 2002. Number one song in the country. Gold Digger. Anybody? What, did you say Thriller? Gold Digger. Gold Digger? It's not Gold Digger. That's 2005. But good guess. Lose Solid yourself. guess considering our... It is Lose Yourself by Eminem. Is it really? 
It is, and I'm I'm so glad I don't have to sing it now. <laughs> God, I knew it was going to happen one of these times, but come on. Lose yourself, Eminent. All right, I'll no, just that was sing lose yourself people. by. Uh, no, that's not the one I was talking. Right about. said Fred. How does that go? <laughs> All right, I'll sing it for the. It's for the fans, not for you guys. All right. All right. <laughs> Snap back to reality. Oh, there goes gravity. Oh, there goes gravity. Choked him so badly, woke him up. Easy, no, he won't have it. It was a little. I don't remember how this part goes. You better lose yourself in the music the moment you own it. You better never let it go. He only Won't stop. one shot. You not <laughs> miss your chance to blow the opportunity comes once in a lifetime. Whoa. You better. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's Beautiful, pretty amazing. Man. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, people at home, if you need a moment to reflect on how awesome that was, I understand. <laughs> you can go ahead and pause. And welcome back. So, number one movie in the country. November 18th, 2002. I'm not going to give you the tagline because the title of the movie is in the tagline. Well, if you wouldn't have told us that, we might not have gotten it. I think you would have. <laughs> and then the name of the... Okay, it's going to be... Here's the synopsis. Right. The main character is captured by North Korean agents and must serve a grueling prison sentence. He's finally released and is convinced... Tropic Thunder. That, nope. That someone in his own agency betrayed him. He escapes custody and travels to Cuba, hot on the heels of Zhao, the agent who put him behind bars. Meanwhile, this guy begins romancing NSA agent Jinx, played by Halle Berry, as he discovers... Swordfish. A, oh, you're very close. A scheme concocted by Zhao and British billionaire Graves Sword involving cat. a highly destructive laser. Spearfish. Uh, 007. Golden digger. <laughs> <laughs> It does involve a person by the name of 007. Do you remember which movie it is? Um, Quantum of Solace. No. I don't remember. That's the only name I can think of right now. I have no idea. All right. I'll give you the tagline. So you live to die another day. Die another day. It is die another day. Good job. Good job. We would have never gotten that if you would have said that. Well, I had to keep saying this guy because the, the description is James Bond is <laughs> captured by North Korean agents. I guarantee if you would have said the tagline and then said James Bond, we would have guessed 007 and never gotten the name of the movie. You guys don't remember Die Another Day? It was the one with the invisible car. It's the one with Holly Berry and I don't remember it. Is that Pierce is, Brosnan? Yeah. Pierce Brosnan, yeah. His last one. Yeah, I never saw it. <laughs> yeah, it was it was bad. Like Shame he went out on that one. If you want to watch a good Pierce Bronson one. I Go watch don't. Goldeneye again. Yeah, I don't care. I don't think okay, I've ever or seen don't give a either. fuck at all, I guess. <laughs> I've never seen any of them. I don't think I've seen a single James Bond movie. Any of them? There's not some a, real good ones one. in there. Eh, I don't know. Oh, did I pick? <laughs> if Idris anyway. Elba would be one, I'd probably watch it. <laughs> he just blew his mind. He's like, did I pick the wrong guys to do a podcast with? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um, this will, let's just say that this part will come up later in the episode. Oh. This day in history, November 18th, 1902, Brooklyn toy maker Morris Michten Names the teddy bear after U.S. President Teddy Roosevelt. Wow. Michten, huh? Right. Michten. M-I-C-H-T-O-N. Michten. Michten? Michten. What is that, Hungarian? Eminem. <laughs> it was released for GameCube, developed by Retro Studios, published by Nintendo. It is a single-player action-adventure game. This week, Chump Slap, you picked it, so how about you lead us into the game? Tell us what it's all about. I, I can't believe he didn't say it's a Metroidvania. It is a Metroidvania. I know, game. but he didn't describe it. Anyway. It's a first-person adventure game. <laughs> Wait, are you saying the Metroid in Metroidvania comes from the series Metroid? No, no, no just the Met part. Yeah. Oh, okay. Troid I was is say, that's, weird. That's a little on the nose, don't you think? Roid comes from the Noid series. Yes, from Domino's. But this is a big shout-out to 
Deshaun or Deshaun. I don't know. I've only read it in emails, but shout out, bud. Here you go. This game takes place with one Samus Aran. Everyone knows her. And it takes place on the planet Talon 4, where the Chozo race uh, used to live. Uh, where does this fall chronologically with the other Metroids? Apparently, it's after Metroid 1, before Metroid 2, but I don't... It was after another game, because there's a game after Metroid 1 where she goes to the planet to fight the space mutants, or space pirates. But I don't know which... I don't remember the game name. It's what? weird because they put them in weird places on the timeline. Yeah. They're was, not in order. No. I we, couldn't figure We did out. Metroid 1 sometime, I believe. Yes, yes, we did. did that's we? why I thought this was the next one. Yeah, we did it for one of our Nintendo episodes. Oh, that's right. Anywho, so she was at the space pirate planet, fought all them, and now she's just traveling through space looking for adventures, and she gets a distress call from a space pirate ship, and she's okay. like... Well, there we go. Let's go see what they're doing. She gets to the ship. She boards it. It's orbiting Talon 4. And she works her way through the ship, fighting these little parasite things. And she gets to the core and fights a large queen parasite. Hmm. Uh, upon defeating it, she knocks it into the core, and the ship starts to self-destruct. So she has to run out of there. Very Metroid. Happens in every Metroid, I believe. Yeah. It's kind of the th- their thing. Big monsters or just big monsters falling into cores? Getting uh, out of somewhere ships. in a time. Yeah, trying to leave before it explodes. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, seen that a lot. I know, it's pretty cool. So on her way out, she's running through the ship. She runs into a robotic pterodactyl known as Meta Ridley. Anybody who's played Metroid knows who Ridley is. Yeah, if you played any of them, you know Ridley. It's the main protagonist, I think, in... Most of the games. That was a question I was going to have because I don't think I've played a Metroid game ever. It's one of the two mini bosses in the first one. Yeah, him and Kraid. Yeah. You fight you fight a Ridley in a lot of them. Yeah, Ridley keeps coming back. Why is Ridley a pterodactyl? Is there a story yeah, behind he's that? He's a space pirate. He's just the space thing. Pirate, I guess, right? Yeah, he leads the space pirates. Yeah, he's the master of the space pirates. There we go. Okay, great. Glad we solved that. Yeah, he's like the king of the space pirates, bro. Dude, these are alien space pirates. Well, I guess and you're Cap- asking him why he looks like a pterodactyl. Pirates don't have kings. <laughs> your mind's not in the game here, Papa Scotch. Pull your head out of your ass. <laughs> yeah, you're right. This is all my, this is all my shit. You know, I'll figure it out. But while she's leaving, it also an explosion causes her to lose all of her abilities, resets her suit. Oh, the classic. You know how that's that goes. The classic game thing. That's a bingo spot. Gives you all the powers, then takes them all away. Do we have that on the bingo board? It definitely is board? now. It should be. It's got to be on one of them. Wasn't there something like lose all your powers or something? Yeah, like yeah. No. Where is it? It's, uh... it's there. Yeah, I believe it. We have something here called PACP. I don't remember what that stands for. Good thing you put that there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> don't think about it. Yeah, I'm not, I can't think of that right now, man. I'm trying to okay, fucking you're do right. something. Sorry, we're <laughs> one thing at a time. Gotcha. <laughs> Well, we have silent protagonists, so that's definitely on there. Oh, that's Building definitely. Building crumbles yeah. after final boss. I guess we can count that. That's there, too. But anyway, once you, all your abilities are reset, you see Ridley taking off, flying to the planet surface. So you chase after him in your little spaceship that's really pretty neat. Wish I had a spaceship. I could just stand on top and hover around. 
I, I thought it was, has it always been a thing in Metroid where like Seamus, is it Seamus or Samus? Samus. Samus? Seamus. Well, that's how it's spelled. <laughs> Samus. No, it's not. Seamus has an E. Yeah, it does. Oh, does it? Yeah. Well, in the traditional spelling, Dr. Scientist, you just don't know Gaelic. <laughs> oh, yes, that's I, what it I is. I do know Samus isn't Gaelic. <laughs> well, it's, it's Metroid. I get it. I'm hip to the kids. No, no cap. <laughs> nice. So Let's anyway. bring it back. It never left. Uh, I remember what I was going to say. Oh, yeah. Why did the, I, I think it's kind of interesting. And has it always been a thing where Samus's armor matches the ship? Like, there's a hot, lot of coordination going on between these two. I guess. Her I mean, she gets different armor, armors. Yeah. yeah, her normal armor matches her ship. She like, she really likes yellows and oranges and reds. I mean, why do oh, our I, spacesuits match our ships? Yeah, why is NASA white all the time? I guess you're right. The walking spaceships do match the color white. Mm-hmm. Huh. It's probably some Something smart to think about. reason for that. Just You're right. Yeah, I just I'm too dumb to figure out what it is. Because anyway. space is black. You want to stand out in space. Anyway, chases Ridley to the planet's surface, and she loses him, and decides. Well, I think the computer tells her she has to go on the surface and explore. So that's what she does. Goes on to the surface, explores around, gets into the Chozo ruins, where she explores. And she finds out that the water is toxic and it's hurting <gasps> hurting her whenever she steps in it, even I through wonder, her suit. I wonder why that is. Because it's toxic. So she goes around exploring, regaining her powers and shit. You know how it is. And of course. she's also learning about this great poison that came when a meteor hit the planet some 50 years ago or something. Some 50 years ago? <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. I know, I know. <laughs> but you made it seem like it was... Some something hit the planet some sixty-five million years ago. <laughs> some fifty years ago. <laughs> so she's running through all these, you know, doing Metroid shit, mm-hmm. and she finds the source of the poison. Oh yeah, what is it? It's flagra, <gasps> a mutated what? plant caterpillar-looking thing. Hmm. So she decides, fucking, let's kill it. Did that come from the meteor? Maybe. I think so. It's yeah. It's made out of four. Fo- on whatever it, it came from the meteor i got i'm getting some positives over here okay <laughs> hey. then she just kills it boom waters back to normal just like that and she moves on to the magmore caverns Ooh. this magman shit she finds out the space pirates are using geothermal power to run their laboratories she's like oh that's interesting these are pretty high-tech space pirates they are space pirates. Dude. I guess you're right. The space makes them smart. <laughs> there Their ship's pretty big, if that means anything. No. It means everything. <laughs> Size means everything in a spaceship, dude. The bigger the ship, the smarter the race. That's Everybody knows that. Yep. So she's, I guess she just bounces out of there and goes to the Fendrana Drifts, which is like an icy area. Where it's also where the Chozo used to live. And she makes her way to the space pirate labs. Oh, yeah. And she's like, oh, these space pirates are using this great poison, which she finds out is called Phazon, in their experiments to buff up themselves and other creatures. And they also snagged a couple Metroids after she beat the first planet, Thardis, I think it's called, from the first Metroid. I don't remember. Yeah, that's what it said on the, one of the wikis. So they 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 grab some of those Metroids and they're using the fucking Phazon to try to juice those up. And they're like, okay, well, I'm going to have to fight everybody. 
So that's how it is. I got to fight everybody. So she fights everybody. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, no. Thardis is an enemy? Yeah, I didn't think it was called that. Yeah. Yeah, Thardis is the enemy she fights here. It's made out of rocks or something. Well, I guess Phazon. So she fights him, gets some more power-ups. Blah, blah, blah. Does some backtracking Metroid shit. You know, you get new power-ups. You got to go back to the other level Mm -hmm. that you already played to get into new areas. Mm -hmm. And eventually she finds... The crash ship that was... The one you crashed in the beginning of the game. Yeah, the original. Where the original distress call was coming from. And she makes her way through that. And turns out it's just sitting on top of these Phazon mines. Because I guess Phazon is in the core of this planet. Now, yeah. But it came on the meteor. Mm-hmm. And it grows. I don't know. It's There was a lot to take in here. Not really. No, there was <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> So she learns of all these Phazon experiments and fights through Phazon enhanced space pirates at this point, working her way to the Omega Pirate. Oh, and she also learns that they have a a Metroid Prime, they call it, that came to that planet with the meteor some 50 years ago. So So, she... What? Got a question? Is everything that... What is the Metroid Prime? The Metroid Prime came on the meteor. It's... Some phazon enhanced Metroid. Metroid. What is a Metroid? Those little globule like parasite things. Yeah, they look like jellyfish with three eyes inside. They jump on your head and they just suck your life force. So that's what this whole thing is about? Little bugs that suck life force? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're the, the aliens that she fights because they're intrusive species. <laughs> She just comes across them, yeah. And people try to use them as weapons. Yeah, pe- these space pirates are trying to use them as weapons. And yeah, like, there's a mother brain type it's thing. It's just a dawning on me that I've I've heard the term Metroid for 30 years now. And I never stopped to think, wait, what the fuck does Metroid mean? Yeah, it's all about those little bugs. All right. Little flying brains. Cool. Yeah, it's pretty neat. So after defeating all these space pirates, she gets to the Omega Pirate. Eventually defeats it. But as she's defeating it, it falls on her, and all the Phazon is absorbed into her suit, <laughs> giving her the Phazon suit. <laughs> Sick no name. shit. Is that how that works? That's where they got the name, dude. You don't have a Phazon suit? I don't. I got to save up for one. Isn't Phazon the guy from Scrubs? Donald Phazon? Donald Phazon. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's, where, that's actually where his family name came from, this video game. Oh, I believe it. They it's not spelled it close to the same. Yeah. He was born after 2000. Two. They changed. Their whole family changed their names. Oh, all right. Makes sense. Because this was so kick-ass. <laughs> well, it did. It, it was a big game. They, everyone says it's one of the best games, but I still have yet to play it. So now she's like, let's get fucking, let's get all this phase on. Let's out. get fucking. <laughs> let's get all this phase on off this planet. This is ridiculous. Because I think she sees Chozo spirits that are being... Affected by the Phazon, she's like, well, that's not cool. Because if you, as you recall, Papa Scotch, mm-hmm. Chozo are an advanced ancient race that gives her all her power-ups. They're all those little statues that hold her little things. And all the Metroid, yeah. yeah. Do they call them, did I read it right? They're the artifacts? Yes. The Chozo that's the thing artifacts. she's looking for? Yes. Okay. Because now she's like, well, we're ridding them of Chozo. So, no, Phazon, not Chozo. <laughs> So she makes her way to the temple, and there's a big shield blocking the impact crater because apparently before they all died off, they built this shield 
to stop the phazon from leaking from the crater into the rest of the planet. But still, little got out. That's how you get all this shit that's going on. Okay. So now she's like, oh, I got to gather these 12 artifacts and open it so I can get down there and defeat this shit once and for all. So she goes around, gathers the 12 artifacts, as you would guess. And then once she goes to open it, Meta Ridley comes out of nowhere and he's like, nah, nah, you ain't doing that. We're going to fight. Oh, shit. Yeah. So you fight Meta Ridley. You're about to kill it. It or him. I don't know what it is. They identify as they. There you go. I, I guess they, I they identify as a Ridley. A Ridley. So, right before you kill it, these 12 artifact totems or whatever they are, just Chozo spirits come out and they they all just blast, blast Ridley off this fucking tower you're on. And that's supposedly the end of Ridley for now. And then, uh, uh, then the Chozo spirits, they're like, they see that Samus is there to help, so they open the open the shield for her, and uh-huh. she goes into the impact crater. Mm. Well, while she's down there doing some Metroid shit, I'm sure, mm-hmm. and she makes her way to the Metroid Prime, and this is a multi-stage fight, falling off cliffs, blah blah blah, and then you fight it, and you think you threw it off a really long cliff. Psych! It's down there. It's still alive. Oh shit! And then there's a final stage where it just comes out of this shell that it had, and you have to fight it again. So you beat the shit out of it, obviously. And right before it dies, it absorbs all the Phazon out of your suit and explodes. So <gasps> goodbye, Phazon suit. All you guys, regular old fucking Samus Aaron suit. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds really serious, guys. I know, right? So it explodes. It causes the creator... To collapse in on itself, but thank God you have a countdown to get out of there, just like in the beginning of the game. So you escape, you're standing on your ship watching this crater collapse on itself, thinking, yeah, I saved this world, Talon 4 is good now, all the Phazon's gone, right? And then after the credits roll, if you beat the game with 100% of all the items, there's a tiny puddle of Phazon left at the bottom of the crater, (laughs) and, and a hand just rises out of it wearing a similar armor to Samus. <gasps> the Metroid. And it has an eyeball on the back of it, on the back of the hand, and the eyeball just looks around, and that's it. What does it mean? I don't know. <laughs> we'll have to do the next Metroid game. Metroid Prime 2. Is it? Is it called Metroid Prime 2? Yeah, I think there were like four Metroid Primes. Yeah. Oh, wow. Man, this is a series I really don't know anything about. There's a lot more games than I ever remembered. I remembered... Because we didn't play Metroid and Super Metroid. <laughs> After like the first Nintendo, maybe Super Nintendo, I don't think I've had a Nintendo system. Yeah, Game right. Boy games, but I yeah. played I played the shit out of all the Metroid Game Boy games. I was looking at Switches. I was like, oh, because they just remastered this. I'm be like, oh, that'll be fun to play, but I ain't paying two hundred fifty dollars for a Switch. So that's it. That's it. That's the game, bro. That's the game. We did it. All right, pretty cool. We got through it. So I guess we'll just go ahead and roll right into final thoughts. Ooh. And uh, who wants to start this time? Why don't you I pick? will. Yeah. yeah. Why, why don't you? Uh, why don't you just give me give me these questions here? I don't remember what they are. All right. So, did watching this make you want to fight the phase on? Ooh. Okay. Wow, this is a brand new one. <laughs> I have no idea where this is going. <laughs> Was the story? Did the story work for you, or did it kind of have its lame on? Oh, nice. I don't know. Nice. Nice. 
And out of 27 stars, how many would you give this game, Mon? <laughs> Perfect. Uh, no notes. No notes. Would I play it? Uh, maybe I'd play the remaster. I mean, give that a shot. I have no idea. It looked like this could have been... Po- there were no tank controls, were there? No. Anybody know? Oh, my God. Okay. No, it's first person. Okay. But it's first so, person platforming, which... Sucks. Yeah, I don't know if I... Never really works it. correctly. Well, I don't know. I've never played a game where it works. I can't tell you. Too. Yeah. Um, I like the idea of Seamus just finding the ship, murdering something. Oh the God. ship crashes, <laughs> chases after him. Samus. Samus. Sorry, I do have both of them written down here. <laughs> Only one of them's right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sammy. Uh, Sammy's a interesting character. Is this the ver- is this the Metroid where you find out that Sammy is a woman, or did that happen way earlier? That happened Was in that a the Nintendo, Nintendo game. Yeah, you could do that in Nintendo if you beat it fast enough or something. Okay. So, I mean, the story seemed... Did the story work for me? Uh, I, I felt like there was a lot of moments I missed out on because I never played any of the Metroid games and didn't really know what was going on. Um, I do like the idea of there having this... She lands on this planet. There's this problem she has to take care of. She takes care of it and then fucks off. It's just very straightforward, very down the middle of the road. And I like that about it. I thought the environments were pretty cool. But as far as the story goes, I mean, there wasn't a whole lot going on. It was just kind of learning about these Chozo people right. and then fighting big monsters. And really the, the notes that all the Chozo people left for you is what gets you through the game and gets you to contain this whole thing. The Phazons. It felt like a lot of story for a game that came out in 2002, but to today's standards, it doesn't even hold a candle, but what would I score the story? Boy. Oh, this is tough. There's very few games where I just got nothing. I know. So, right. <laughs> I mean, it, it wasn't bad. And I think I would have, it would have affected me more and I would have liked it a lot more if I played through it and like read all the journals because it's a silent protagonist and there's no other person to converse with in this whole game, I don't think. No, there's like nothing. So you lose that opinion there. It's it's more of a... I, I constantly get mad at things in like movies or games where it's like exposition dumps and it's like, this is a visual medium. You should tell me mm-hmm. or you should show me, not tell me. But in this game, it's all show me, which is interesting. So I guess I'm going to go with a nine. I, th- I think nine feels right. All right. I, I think there's a lot of things to really like about this game, but if we're just looking at the story, it's a little bare bones. Yeah. So, I agree. Uh, how about you then, sir, Dr. Scientist? Oh, sir and doctor. Wow. You just got uh, knighted. I know. <laughs> you did. Did watching this video make you want to play this gem? I think I used gem already. I Doesn't did. matter. Yeah. How many times? <laughs> Did the story Give work for cow. you, or did, was it just a whole pile of phlegm? I believe you've done that, too. I don't know. Uh, what score out of 27 stars do you think you'd give this gem? Nice. Rhyming gem with gem like yeah, that? Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Chef's kiss. No notes. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, would I play it? I do love myself a Metroidvania, but I don't really like 3D first-person Metroidvanias. I know. Okay. I like the old 2D style, but I'd give it a try. Sure. The story work for me. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's kind of bare bones, continuing a story of a bounty hunter going through, doing these things, helping people, getting other stuff. Is she a bounty hunter if there's no bounty? Well, I think you she could, just be, a, like you could a, be a bounty hunter. She's and like not a superhero. Like All right, you can say whatever. <laughs> it does not matter. Okay. It kind of gives some of the backstory of the first Metroid and what that all that crap was and explains the Chozo a little bit. Yeah. 
It's got a Ridley, so that gets a star. But I mean, it's just pretty bare bones. Not a lot going on. Bunch of reading stuff. Nothing told to you really in the story. Kind of got to figure it all out and look at the wiki, which, you know, Chumpslap hates. I do hate reading. <laughs> but all in all, I'll, I'll say it was a... It was an average game first time. I'll give it seven stars. Seven. Six with a Ridley star. Fair enough. Six and a Ridley star, so seven. Okay, I got what you're saying there. Then uh, how about you there, Sir Chomp Slap, man of the hour? What's up? Did watching this video make you want to play this banger? Did the story work for you, or did it just lead to a bunch of anger? Ooh. And what score out of 27 stars you think you'd tell Marty Sanger? I don't even know who that is. Me he's neither. A, I just made that name up. Oh, I was going to say he's my friend down at the deli. But, <clears throat> yeah, watching this video did make me want to play this or any Metroid, really. I just I was jonesing for a Metroid game after. Like I said, I, I was looking up Switches. <laughs> yep. He doesn't fall for uh, advertising. <laughs> no, sir. I was like, ah, Switch. I was like, PSVR 2 or Switch is like fucking less than half the price, so. Yeah, it's true. It sure yeah. is. But, yeah, I do want to play it. Uh, did the story work for me? I mean, you both said it. There's not really anything to it. Just you get a distress call, you go check it out. What is this, Dead Space? I mean, come on, man. Just... Right? Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> I just was matching your energy. I didn't. Yeah, fair. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, she just gets the call, checks it out, goes down to the planet. It's like, oh, I guess I'll fucking clean some shit up here. There's nobody even left on the planet, right? No, just the pirates. Yeah. And she kills the pirates. But she, yeah, I guess she's just doing good deeds. She's like a Jesus in that way, you know? Mm-hmm. Sure. sure. <laughs> I see it. Is this a Jesus analog it. thing? Yeah, I think it is. She turned the water into water. We have neat. to go through Raglan's uh, hero <laughs> ethic here and compare it. Is she born of a god? No, I don't. I don't know if they ever go into her backstory. Maybe not that far. Anyway, <laughs> nice. So, what would I score it out of twenty-seven? You guys ask. Yeah, huh? we did a while ago. It wasn't that long ago, man. Pretty sure Scotch took longer to answer, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'll give it right in between you guys. I'll give it a. Eight. Mm. With that eight, that gives us a total score of 24. Ooh, that's 24 be, there for you, Deshaun. That's got to be uh, high up on the list for this year. It's Yeah, it's third on the list for this year. Out of five. <sighs> Will it hold its place? I don't know. Just to give you an idea, we <laughs> last at the end of last year, we scored No More Heroes a 24, and we also scored Obscure a 24. They're about the same. Yeah, yeah No More Heroes and... Metroid Prime are practically the same game. Well, they're definitely the same because that's the score we gave it, and our scoring system is mm-hmm. perfect. Yeah, we are 100% accurate. That's yep. true. Exactly. So I don't correct, collect awards for nothing. <laughs> no, absolutely not. We don't have time for that. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, with our final thoughts, that's what we got. We gave it a 24. And if we have nothing else to say about it, let's go ahead and move into our favorite segment of every week, which is... Dr. Scientist Radical Pokemon Lock of the Week. <laughs> it's Radical. It's Pokemon. It's Pokemon. I like ah. the way you said it. <laughs> it's Pokemon. No, no, no it was like, oh, you spitting in the mic. Pokemon. <laughs> no, nah, it was cooler the first time. Yeah, well, well I, I recorded it. I can listen to it. And, you know, I can work <laughs> no, on it. Lightning in a bottle, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cut it and use it every week. Yep. 
All right, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your Pokemon? Yeah, what is bro? it? Oh, I let you in. Uh, on the edge of my seat here. We're going to do my the best Pokemon from Generation 2. How about that? All right. Hell yeah, dog. Now one of the you're better talking. generations, if oh, you ask me. I think it's one of the worst, actually, but uh, I'm glad you said well, dog, dog. Oh, it's a dog. Agree to disagree. It is a dog. It's a pretty <laughs> badass dog called... Dog. <laughs> D-O-G. No, it's a Houndoom. It's kind of like a Hellhound type Pokemon. Houndoon? Doom. Doom. Oh. It's a dark and fire type. Kind of looks Whoa. like that. All right. It's a kind of cool pet. It's got horns. Yeah, and it says... Uh, the only cool thing I could find said about it is if you're burned by the flames it shoots from its mouth, the pain will never go away, which I'd like to inflict on my enemies. That's fucked. Yeah, that's brutal, dude. Dude, burn suck. <laughs> and it'll never go away, and I got a cool dog companion. Oh, my God. That's enough to drive someone insane. And it's kind of like a... It reminds me of the Hellhounds from uh, Supernatural with the oh. vicious anger and whatever. Yeah, you don't know anything. I don't know. I'm just pretending. The Invisible Hellhounds? Yeah, but this one's invisible. It's just dark. <laughs> Talk about saving money in your production. I'll tell you that's what. smart. Well, I mean, you still got to do all the effects. True. It does rip people apart limb from limb. Yeah, but... What does? <laughs> <laughs> that was deep. That's the deepest yeah. thing we've ever done yeah. on this podcast. The philosophy hit right there. But that's it. Hound Doom. Go buy one when you can. When I make Hound. a wish and you can buy them. Soon enough, guys. Soon enough. Looks pretty badass. I'm, I'm digging this. Oh, there's a little baby Hound Doom. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. That's what it, it evolves into a bigger one then. Oh, yeah, the baby's boy. cute. Oh, that's oh, a good boy. It's a puff. Little baby boy. <laughs> Look at his toe beans. I want to eat them. Anyway. <laughs> toe beans. That's going to take us to our favorite segment of every week, which is Trump Slaps This or That. That? This? Or that? Or that? That? Or this? So I am almost 100% sure that this was not a coincidence. Well, this is a coincidence because, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, this week, Sir Trump Slap, like we do every week, we give you a prompt and you have to tell us if the thing I told you is either a Bond girl Oh. oh, or a character from Sesame Street. <laughs> I know a lot of Sesame Street, dude. And you know, no Bond girls. Nope. Let's see how this goes. This will work. As always, I will just fire them out. It's rapid fire. You have to answer them as fast as you can, and then we're gonna tally up at the end. I think so far this year we had we had one perfect run. Yeah, it was pretty sweet. I still I still remember it. Which was it? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to ask that follow up question because I was pretty sure you were full of shit. Dr. Obviously. Scientist ran you right off the road there with that one. <laughs> I was trying to remember it and I couldn't. I think that's something either. to do with Kanye West songs, or is that one you didn't get? I don't remember. I don't remember. I'll have to look it up. But uh, so here we go. You ready? You have to tell us if it's a Bond girl or a Sesame Street character. All Are right. you ready? Wildem Rip. Penelope Smallbone. Jesus, can we start over? <laughs> that's the first no, no, you got to Go, go. Sesame. Penelope Smallbone. Sesame. Mary Goodnight. Bond. Strawberry Fields. Bond. Prairie Dawn. Bond. Sherry Netherland. Bond. <laughs> Abby Cad Daddy. That, that Sesame Street. <laughs> Christmas Jones. That Sesame. Wow. That was a rough showing. You got three out of seven. The last that. one definitely was a Bond one. Dude, were they all Bond? <laughs> I said, the, the, one, the ones in the middle definitely sounded like they were too risque for yeah. Sesame Street. They were four... Well, you see, you guys haven't watched Bond movies. You didn't know that a Bond girl was named Pussy Galore. That was I knew the name of one of the Bond gores. And wasn't Bond there Octopussy voice. in that movie? Wasn't Christmas Jones like the um, who played her? God damn it, Denise Richards was yes. Christmas Jones. Oh, so you uh, knew that Pussy Galore was from Goldfinger, but that wasn't one of the choices. Oh, okay. 
No, it wasn't. Uh, no, that would have been obvious. <laughs> yeah, Penelope Smallbone is a Bond girl. Oh, I thought it was Penelope. Uh, Isn't there a Penelope on set? Yeah, a little orange person. Yeah, yeah, all right. And then we had Mary Goodnight, which you got correct, was a Bond girl. Right. Strawberry Fields, you got correct again, also a Bond girl. Right. Prairie Dawn is a Sesame Street character, Weird. not a Bond girl. Weird. Sherry Netherland is also a Sesame Street character, not a Bond girl. You got that what? one wrong. Abby Kadabi is a Sesame Street character, Boom. not a Bond girl. You got that one right. Yes, that was correct. And Christmas Jones is a Bond girl. So you got three out of seven. Ooh, bad showing. But, you know, if I don't know anything about Bond, then phew, apparently I don't know anything about Sesame Street either. It's really amazing how these names make this very difficult. Yeah. Was, that both of those isn't things that the point are so of the game? Yes. I suppose, yes. But We're it just can't. Oh, no. People. Didn't you get the one right where it was insect repellent or a boy band? Oh, yeah. Is that the one you nailed? Yep. Yeah, I did. I know my insect repellents. If I'm incorrect about that, maybe someone out there could write an email explaining how dumb I am for not knowing all of these past this or that episodes. Uh, Where do they send that email to, Sir Chompslap? I'll send it to playtimeatgmail.com and I'll I'll let Papa Scotch know exactly how dumb you think he is. Perfect. And uh, if they want to get to us faster on the socials, where would they do that, Dr. Scientist? At Plotty Time on Instagram or stop by the Reddit, because I don't think any of us have checked Twitter in a long time. And uh, post pictures of Sesame Street characters fighting James Bond villains while being attacked by Houndooms. That's going to be a good one. I can't wait for that show on the Reddit. (laughs) But uh, you can also go to our eBay store, PlottyTime.com. That takes you to the eBay store where you can buy stuff. You can also go to YouTube, like and subscribe there, and it really helps us out. That does it for us this week. So as always, shout out to Blade JJ, Drago the Slago, Hamman, and Louise Guzman, always in our hearts. More importantly than any of that, don't trust Dr. Scientist, and we'll talk to you next time. Peace. Peace. Peace.